Hi everyone. Hey, welcome to our midweek update. This is Thursday because yesterday on Wednesday, we had a live with Mark Henry. We'll have another live with Mark Henry next Wednesday. So expect another Thursday update. Hey, before we get going, uh, listen, I got some things that I, I really believe that everybody needs to hear. We're going to look at that in just a minute. Uh, but before we get going, I want to let you know also on Monday, Pete Garcia is going to be joining me live. There'll be 2 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. On Tuesday, I have John from Australia. That's going to be live on Tuesday at 3 o'clock. And then again on 2 o'clock on Wednesday, it'll be uh, Mark Henry. So that's in the week that's coming up. And um, uh, I have another exciting thing that's going to be taking place next Sunday night. And this Sunday night, I'm pretty excited because I'm going to finish the book of Hosea. And we're going to connect the dots on what's really going on. Uh, but right now I'm going to connect some dots because I think there's some things that everybody needs to pay attention to. There's so much deception that's going on out there. But I want you to consider this. In Revelation chapter 17, let's think of what the Bible says. John has various visions. One of the visions that he has is regarding ten horns. And as he's given the understanding of the visions that he has, uh, chapter 17 verse 12 says, The ten horns which you saw are ten kings who have received no kingdom as yet. But they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. These are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. These will make war with the lamb, and the lamb will overcome them. For he is the Lord of lords, the king of kings. Amen. Now, so I look at that. What this tells us about is this global kingdom that's coming. You can also read about it in various other places in the Bible, including uh, the book of Daniel, where you have the same uh, imagery that is presented to us. There are 10 elitists, 10 kings. Uh, they're not some people that are voted into power. They give themselves power. They vote each other maybe into power, but they're not, it's not a democratic thing. They're given a crown. And then they give their authority to the Antichrist. You probably saw that uh, news that came out last week that said the world is looking for a global leader. And indeed they are. And that global leader is coming and he's going to be the Antichrist. But right now we are watching the global system being set up. And I want to turn your attention because I think what's happening in uh, the Russia-Ukraine situation is evident of what is really going on. Several of our viewers sent me an article from Zero Hedge titled this, 10 Signs the War in Ukraine is Part of the Great Reset. Uh, folks, I'm absolutely convinced of it. I've been saying this from the beginning. I've been saying, well, I'm not so sure. And man, I've received so much pushback on that. And I've, I've been watching this. We have the people of Ukraine and the people of Russia are being used as pawns and the world is being manipulated and it's not good. And, uh, but this is a global reset thing. I'm, I'm absolutely convinced of it. One of the people that sent me uh, the article is a, a person named Kelly. And Kelly wrote this. And I think it's worth letting her words sink in. Think of her words. She said this, I've studied the Great Reset for years, the New World Order for years. But this article lays out Israel's place. I didn't see this coming I'm left with a sick feeling that we might be here longer than I thought. Uh, listen, let those words sink in. Uh, I've been warning people repeatedly for a long time. It's been years saying, hey, Jesus is calling. He's going to call us home. That day is coming. But we could go through some very difficult things before he calls us home. We are in the midst of this great reset. 
and uh, they're not done with it yet. And this is about global power. It's about the 10 kings of Revelation 17 and the 10 kings of the book of Daniel. They want their power and they're manipulating everything. I've, I've said this a lot lately that in December of this past year, I said the COVID narrative is changing. Listen, there's still rules and regulations. I'm going to do a message just on that, on what is actually going on behind the scenes. But they want to bring about their climate laws. They want to bring about so much. But I said as the narrative changes, you can expect war and or economic catastrophe. You know, what are we experiencing? We're experiencing war. It's, it's this globalist thing. Consider these words as we are advancing to the new world order. So this article is from Zero Hedge. Ten signs the war in Ukraine is part of the Great Reset. And then the writer says, welcome to the second phase of the Great Reset War. The second phase. While the pandemic acclimated the world to lockdowns, normalized the acceptance of certain medications, which I still can't mention, uh, precipitated the greatest transfer of wealth to corporations by decimating SMEs and adjusted the muscle memory of workforce operations in preparation for a cybernetic future. An additional vector was required to accelerate the economic collapse before nations can build back better. Indeed, a, a collapse. Uh, listen, th this whole thing is about collapsing the system that we have and then normalizing uh, it in their in the form that they want these globalists and then he says i present several ways in which the current conflict between russia and ukraine is the next catalyst for the world economic forum's great reset agenda facilitated by an interconnected web of global stakeholders and then he lists 10 these 10 different signs that he says, listen, this is about phase two of the Great Reset, uh, the war in Ukraine and Russia. And if you look in the description of this YouTube, you can click on that article to read it yourself. In fact, I highly recommend that you do uh, click on it and read, uh, read it. It's very thought provoking. We need to be aware. Uh, but one sign that he doesn't mention, I'll call it the 11th sign. Here's just another one is censorship that is happening if you question what is really going on with this war. What I'm saying right now has a very good chance of being um, um, censored within the next 30 days. So I don't know how long I'm going to leave this video up, but I want you to just think about it logically for just a minute. Uh, think back four or five weeks when if you were on one side of the, the COVID argument, you said, don't trust Klaus Schwab, don't trust George Soros, don't trust the governor of California, don't trust the Biden administration, don't trust CNN, don't trust MSNBC, don't trust Facebook, don't, don't trust any of the big social media giants. They're all out to get us and, and they're telling us lies. Okay, suddenly you have an entire shift where the majority of people on both sides that were on the opposite sides of the previous argument, suddenly an entire shift of the people who said, don't trust mainstream media, don't trust Facebook, don't trust the social media giants, they just want to censor us, and right on down that list. Suddenly, uh, what are they saying? They're saying, well, you need to list, did you hear what CNN said? Did you hear what Klaus Schwab said about Ukraine and Russia? Don't you think that's odd? That should give you concern for what is really going on. If you mention the biolab, question too much of it, which I'm not going to question any more of it right now. Let you look into it yourself. If you question it like Tulsi Gabbard did, look out. 
Uh, the entire mainstream media is going to come after you, and even people on the right are going to come after you. If you question something like that, how could the U.S. ever do such a thing? Only China does that sort of thing. Only Russia does that sort of thing. And then perhaps you notice this. I want you to notice this. Did you hear about Elon Musk? So here's the thing. Elon Musk is now being pressured, get a load of this one, to shut off all the Teslas that are in Russia. Isn't that rather interesting? This should cause you to think, okay, so if you're, let's say you're pro, you're, you, you hate Putin. A lot of people do. I'm not saying Putin is a good guy. Putin's a bad guy, but so is the leader of Ukraine. I'm telling you right now. And so are the leaders of the Western world. These are bad actors. These are bad people. They're pulling off all of this stuff. With that, people are cheering, yes, shut down all the Teslas in Russia. Listen, don't be stupid. This is a warning to you. The whole world wants us to go green and go electric, have electric cars, electric everything tied into the tech grid. Why? We're watching it with Russia because then you can shut down the banks, you can shut down their credit cards, you can shut down debit accounts, you can shut off retirement accounts, you can shut off people's cars. I spoke at a prophecy conference four years ago and I warned about electric cars and this is what's going to happen. And when they want to get you in the future, I won't imagine during the tribulation period, if you're one of those people that are labeled, you're going to be driving down the street. Next thing you know, your car is going to pull over, it's going to stop, it's going to lock you inside until you come and get arrested and there's nothing you can do about it. Pay attention to what is really going on. I find it absolutely fascinating. Listen, before we go, I have a three and a half minute long video you must watch. This video is from 2014. And I want you to consider all of the players that are spoken of in this video. Again, this video is from 2014. And tell me if this doesn't cause you to wonder about what in the world is really going on. I'm telling you right now, it's about these 10 kings that are spoken of in Revelation chapter 17. Watch this, and I'll come back and conclude our time. Problem, reaction, solution, order, order, chaos. You know, they set up the problem, U.S. funds with NATO, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, ISIS, and Syria to go after Assad. The, you know, they stop, uh, Russia stops the U.S. from attacking them, so they find a different way. Now ISIS is running loose. Israel, for the first time ever, is saying it's not even a problem. Yeah. Meanwhile, they backed everything from the very beginning, and they're creating this awful situation. They're bringing Iran into it, meanwhile financing both sides of the situation. Iran is now fighting in Iraq. Uh, uh, and, you know, China and Russia are standing by. They're being agitated in Ukraine with the bombing in Donetsk and, and Slavansk right now. Uh, Ukraine is pretty much asking for Russians yeah. to come over with all the bombs that they're dropping on them. What I've been saying now, way back in the 1990s, the idea is for this third world war to involve Russia and China against the West. Yeah. Oceania versus Eurasia. Yeah, yeah the, the 1984 kind of uh, scenario. And uh, what you um, have now is the demonization of Russia. Have you noticed that? How suddenly the, the, we got the demonization of Russia. And what's um, opening up um, in the Ukraine, while all this is starting to go on in the Middle East, is, is another front against Russia. Because, you know, it's very easy to see how Russia can be uh, pulled into this Middle Eastern uh, conflict by supporting Syria, because destroying Syria is, is, is part of ISIS's agenda and American agenda and, and NATO's agenda. And also Iran as well. 
Yeah, and destroying Iran. Yeah, so you can see how it's how how the the pieces in the game are being moved around to um, create the scenario that Pike talked about. The idea is to um, basically um, bring everything to its knees, so that. Um, the world would have to be rebuilt in its structure and the way it, it, it operates. And it would, that would be in the image of what they've been working towards all along. World government, world central bank, world army, world currency, centralized control of the planet. It's very easy to see with current events how it's uh, moving in that direction. And uh, we, we need to um, understand what the goals are to understand what the moves towards that goal uh, that goal are and um, when you look at it from this perspective what is happening in the Middle East is not random none of it's been random Libya's not been random S Syria's not been random none of it and ISIS certainly isn't random yeah. uh, it's part of this um, long-term plan to take over the world by creating enormous chaos to which they can offer the order out of the chaos their order, their new world order. In fact, um, a, a close um, aide uh, of uh, President Putin, uh, who, ha who has special responsibility for Ukraine, has actually said this week um, that the United States is preparing for um, a war against Russia through Ukraine. It's a setup, yeah. and it's a setup to um, attempt to trigger World War Three. World wars change worlds and if you have a global agenda then global problems allow you to offer global solutions and if you look how the world was transformed by the first world war and the second world war the world was a completely different place after both of those wars and the idea all along has been to have a third world war to complete the transformation into a global state with a world government and a world army um, dictating to the global population. Okay. Uh, I mean, you, you can't make this stuff up. We can't uh, say we haven't been warned. Listen, we need to be prepared. We don't know how soon the rapture is going to take place. I warn as many people as I possibly can. Look, I look forward to being raptured, but we can go through some more difficult things before the rapture does take place. Um, listen, I believe the rapture is going to take place. I believe the Bible is very clear before the, the start of the tribulation period. Uh, but we can go through some rough stuff before then. And uh, I, I go back to the words of Kelly who sent that email and said, and said uh, uh, I've studied the Great Reset, the New World Order for years, but this article lays out Israel's place. I didn't see this coming. I'm left with a sick feeling that we might be here for longer than I thought we might be. Be prepared. Be wise. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. He came the first time to forgive us of our sins, and he is coming again. And we, if you know him, you're not going to go through the great tribulation. But also understand all of this. As we see the global system being set up in the Ten Kings, think of these words from Revelation chapter 17. After the Lord tells us these Ten Kings will have one mind, they'll give their power and authority to the Antichrist, Verse 17 of chapter 17 says this, For God has put it into their hearts, into the hearts of the ten kings. God has put it into their hearts to fulfill his purpose 
to be of one mind and to give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. God is one who is behind this orchestrating everything because all prophecy is going to be fulfilled and Jesus is coming. Listen, our hope is in Jesus Christ. Don't let the events of the world knock you to the left or knock you to the right. Do not be deceived, but trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, the most important thing that we have is our hope in Christ. And the most important thing that you can share with someone is that Jesus loves them and Jesus will forgive anyone who comes to him and asks them uh, for the forgiveness of their sins. We have the Bible. The Bible keeps us from being deceived and distracted in the current days that we live in. The Bible told us the direction it would be, including these globalists looking for their leader and what they would be doing. So don't be distracted. God told us it's going to look like this, but don't worry. Before the tribulation comes, I am going to pull you out of this world I'm going to rapture you out the great harpazo. Listen, our hope is in Jesus Christ. He will forgive anyone who comes to him. And if you want to know Christ, ask him to forgive you, repent of your sins, and surrender your life to him, and he will forgive you. God bless you guys. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. I'm going to have another video for you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.